the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Hello, it's Jennifer here. Yes, yes, that to-do list, it's never ending. But you know, God just wants us to be, to simply be with Him, even today, even in the midst of all the things that are going on. I, I have a little recipe for you girls. Maybe this will help for tonight. It's it's healthy. It's really three ingredients. Actually, it's, well, two ingredients and a few herbs and spices. So, I mean, hey, a two-ingredient recipe. So this is a salad. And, you know, you get those cherry tomatoes. So get you a little container of cherry tomatoes. Wash them, cut them in half. Easy. And then get those mini mozzarella balls or one mozzarella, like the fresh mozzarella ball, and either chop up a mozzarella ball or chop the little ones in half. So you've got your mini tomatoes, your mozzarella, and then you take fresh basil and tear it up on top. And your dressing is simple. It's olive oil, salt, pepper, and a little balsamic vinegar. That is the best salad. It's like eating summer. It's so good. So all you need with that is a little piece of chicken or, you know, even a piece of fish, something simple. And you've got healthy, you've got fast, and it tastes so great. So I've been making this all the time. And I don't even really like, you know, you get cherry tomatoes with like a dip or something. I don't even, eh, that's not that great. But if you cut them up, I'm telling you, it's that good balsamic vinegar. So good. So anyway, that's your little tip of the day, recipe of the day. And you can get any of the recipes at jennifer-jackson.org if, if you want the, the free recipe download. But that's maybe that'll simplify your day. You know, we all get overwhelmed. I can overwhelm myself so quickly, even if it's just what we're having for dinner or what, what I'm getting at the store or that kind of thing. It's so easy to get overwhelmed. But then there's, you know, bigger things that overwhelm us, relationships and how to maintain all of those relationships and the emotions behind them. We get overwhelmed by our, our choices, maybe our sin. Sometimes we get overwhelmed by just life and all the responsibilities, paying your bills and just the burdens of life. And God, he wants to come in. He wants to come into the midst of where you're at in the midst of your day. And he wants to overwhelm you with his love. And that's exactly what he did in Moses's life. Yes, we've been talking about Moses, and I think there's so much about Moses. You know, he he must have been overwhelmed by Pharaoh's hard heart. He must have been overwhelmed by his love for his own people. Obviously, it, it led him to a sin, which was he killed a Hebrew and, and just 
really it was out of the passion of I want to protect this guy. I see the cruelty that he's under. But in the midst of that, he killed him and buried him, you know, covered him up with sand. So he Moses must have been overwhelmed by his sin. He must have been overwhelmed by his speech impediment, by, you know, what about coming down from the mountain and there's his, his own brother with a golden calf and, and they're all worshiping. You know, he's been up there on the mountain with God to come down and to see that golden calf. Just, you know, you'd have lost it, right? I think about all the ways Moses was overwhelmed. And then in in retrospect, when you look at his life, each and every time God came into Moses's life and overwhelmed Moses with his love. You know, when it came to sin and, and this murder that he committed, Moses didn't let that define his life. And, you know, we all have things that mistakes we've made, things in our past and allow God into that space and to for it not to overwhelm you or define you. So let's look at this. This would be in Exodus two eleven. It says one day, many years later, when Moses had grown up and become a man, he went out to visit his fellow fellow Hebrews, and he saw the terrible conditions that they were under. During his visit, he saw an Egyptian knock a Hebrew to the ground. So he saw an injustice. It was one of his own Hebrew brothers. Verse 12, Moses looked this way and that to make sure no one was watching, and then he killed the Egyptian and hid his body in the sand. So it was a double sin there. Verse 13, the next day, As he was out visiting among the Hebrews again, he saw two of them fighting. What are you doing hitting your own Hebrew brother like that, said the he said to the one in the wrong. And I think let's pause there. He Moses was thinking, you know, maybe they're going to agree with him. You know, like, why are you treating them this way? It's wrong. Can no one see the injustice here? And the man says, and so who are you? The man demanded, I suppose you think that you are our prince and our judge. And do you plan to kill me just as you did kill that Egyptian yesterday? So when Moses realized that his deed was known, he was frightened. And sure enough, when Pharaoh heard about it, so that was his, you know, adoptive father figure. He ordered Moses to be arrested and executed. But Moses ran away into the land of Midian. And I think about so here he is now he's living in the desert, but you know, God provided for Moses in that, in that he didn't allow that sin to define the rest of his life. He gave him a wonderful father-in-law in Jethro. He gave him a new lovely wife and two boys. And he, he really gave him a restoration time, didn't he? In that wilderness time with God, time to heal, time to restore. But I love that we know Moses would have been overwhelmed by the sin in that situation. He's had to leave not only his land of his people and and his, and his Egyptian home. His, you know, imagine the, the rejection of your Egyptian family. I'm going to have you arrested for this. So completely overloaded with all of that. But God, he came to Moses with presence and with love. And just as he did for Moses, he wants to do that for you. So he calls, God calls Moses. And it says in Exodus 3 that one day while Moses was taking care of the sheep and the goats of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian, he led the flock across the desert and came to the Sinai, the holy mountain. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him as a flame coming from the middle of a bush. And Moses saw that the bush was on fire. 
but it was not burning up. This is strange, he thought. Why isn't the bush burning up? I will go closer and see. And when the Lord saw that Moses was coming closer, he called to him from the middle of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, he answered, yes, here I am. God said, don't come any closer. Take off your sandals because you are standing on holy ground. And that moment, Moses takes his shoes off and he bows. And, you know, in the midst of this Sinai desert area, God met him. He met Moses there with his love. And, you know, he calls Moses. So isn't that how it works? You know, God meets you. He loves on you and he heals your heart, restores you. And then it's not much longer. And he begins to call you. And God says, hey, I've got a job for you to do. And I don't know what God's calling you to do today, but God has an assignment for your life. And so Moses, typical, and aren't we all like this? Moses had a list of excuses. And I mean, they were kind of legitimate. I don't really blame him. So it says in Exodus 3.11, Moses answered God, but why me? What makes you think that I could ever go to Pharaoh and lead the children of Israel out of Egypt? So that's his first excuse. Well, why me? Don't we all say that to God? Why me? I'm, I'm, it's just me. I don't have it. I, I, I don't know how I could be good enough to do what you're asking me to do. And God says this, I will be with you. I love that. And I don't know what God's asking you to do. And you're saying, why me? What, but, but why me? God's saying, I will be with you. And then in Exodus 4, 1, Here's Moses' next excuse. Moses objects. It says, Moses objected. They won't trust me. You know, he, he just didn't feel like, how could I be trusted? I mean, I've killed, well, you know, this Egyptian. I, how can anyone trust me? And he says, they won't listen to a word I say. They're going to say, God appeared to him? Hardly. I mean, he thinks they're going to make fun of him, right? And then then Moses raises another objection to God. He says, Master, Please, I don't talk well. I've never been good with words, neither before nor after that you've spoken to me. I stutter and I stammer. And God said, and who do you think made the human mouth? (laughs) Don't you love it? God's like, "Uh, I, I think I made you, I created you, and I created your mouth. Who makes some mute, some deaf, some sighted, and some blind? Isn't it I, God? So get going, Moses. I will be right there with you. And with your mouth, I'll be right there to teach you exactly what to say. So God, he sees your excuses. He recognizes them, but he wants to say to you today, just as he said to Moses, I will be with you. I will teach you. I will help you. And you know, God, God delivers. He delivered the people. He said, don't be afraid, stand firm and you will see the deliverance The Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see, you will never see again. You know, that's in Hebrews 14, 13. God, he wants to deliver you. He doesn't want you defined by your sin any longer. He wants to come alongside of you and wipe away all those excuses because he loves you. He wants to overwhelm you with his love and presence every day and especially today. You've been listening to Simply for Women. You are listening to Simply for Women. This is Jennifer Jackson. And we want you to stay with us. Don't go anywhere. Hey, if you want that tomato recipe, it's at jennifer-jackson.org. But we have a special guest coming up full of joy, full of great information. 
This is going to be a treat for you. So stay right here, right here with us.